Hello everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of the Boards and Broad Street, where we bring you a weekly roundup of the activities on the Nigerian equities market. My name is Praise Yasekin, and with me I have Musumola Solution and Abdulatif Grido. Two quintessential analysts, and we all work with Meristem Securities Limited as investment research analysts. Musumola, how are you doing today? Praise, I'm good, I'm fine. I mean, this week has been quite productive for me. Even despite today's rainfall in Lagos, I still enjoyed my day today. Mm, that's nice, that's nice, I like. What have you, Grillo, how have you been? Oh, I've been good, thank you, I'm, I'm fine. It's good to have you back. You don't sound excited to be back here. <laughs> no, I, I really am. It's actually nice to be back on the podcast from the last time. And I hope to learn a lot as I did the last time. From oh, or you hope to teach us a lot. Well, thank yeah, you for being... You're <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Mosmola, I think you agree with me if I say this November has been a November to remember. What do you think about the equities market this week? All right, praise. Um, <laughs> in a way, I think I actually agree with you. So... Um, this week, we saw the equities market reverse the bullish trend. Uh, the equities market has actually been on a bullish trend for the past five consecutive weeks now. But then, surprisingly, this month of November, it started on a very different note, closing down by 0.06% week on week um, today. Uh, and this was even despite the fact that it closed up twice this week. Um, but then, <laughs> Yet to date, return declined, uh, declined to a 4.33% as against the 4.39% that was recorded last week. So, on, on a sectoral basis, actually, we saw um, a mixed performance across sectors. Mm. So, for the insurance um, index, it actually closed up uh, 0.99%. For the industrial goods, we also saw a similar trend nice. closing up by 0.88%. Yeah. Um, but then for the banking index, I mean, we saw um, negative sentiment driving that to a negative close, 0.73% week on week. Same thing was also witnessed in the oil and gas index. Wow. And also for the consumer goods index, I mean, they all closed in the red. So, I mean, I think it's quite shocking that, um, well, well, I won't say shocking. I would say that the oil and gas index closed down um, and closed down this week and that's a quite a turnaround <coughs> from last week last week it closed up was one of Guinness last week and you know we had Kelechi here last week and we we're talking about how um you know the investors might have reacted positively to positively to you know the results that were released last week so and then because we saw total gaining about 17 percent last week so what we, are, there, are there any is there any um, oil and gas stock that you think might have closed down this week that must have dragged that index down um, so, um, I mean, amongst the top losers for the week, uh, we saw Itana. Oh. Uh, Itana lost by 15.49%. Wow. And, you know, um, this week, actually, um, I mean, um, Renoi completed the buyout of 61% of Itana PLC. Oh, nice. So, I, I think this might have um, triggered um, that negative sentiment we saw oh. amidst investors here. Yeah. So yeah, um, still talking about investors' reaction, uh, we saw Fitzing, um amongst the top gainers for the week, gaining um, 6.34%. And I mean, when we look at Fitzing's financial record, um, in terms of top line, Fitzing gained 59% year on year oh, increase. Nice. That's and neat. for bottom line, it won 138% gain. That's um, a lot. Yes, year wow. on year. Uh, I, I also think that that might have spoiled investors' 
um, bullish sentiment on that stock. Oh, nice. So I think this still just feeds in from what we discussed last week about how investors are reacting to the market. I think we can we can still, in a way, even when we say there are no fundamental, there are no triggers, but we can still tie some of these performance of stocks to corporate action. Is that exactly, what you're saying? Exactly, you're oh. right. And I, I think. Um, Actually, just like you said, in November to remember, I'm actually seeing the Nigerian equities markets close down subsequently. Nice. Yes, wow. uh, I think it's time for profit-taking activities on some on some tickers. I mean, when you look at our valuation of some tickers, some of these tickers have actually um, eat that price mm-hmm. and even crossed that price. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, you're you're expecting profit-taking to be the theme this month. Well, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mosu. So I, I'm going to quickly turn to Latif here and say that um, still on corporate action, right? Not, not let, let's still stay on that topic of corporate action. I think this week has been buzzing in the telecom space. There's mean, you know, you are just seeing a lot of MTN. MTN is doing this. Etel is doing this. What's going on? Can you just, you know, brief us what what is going on in the telecom space and yeah, what happened this week? I know, right? So it has been like this week has been like an activity week in the mm. in the telecom like sector. So there has been a lot of a lot of circulars flying around. All oh, this happened. That's happened. The first one was when MTN actually announced that the MTN group will be selling part of its stake in MTN Nigeria. So it's like part of the localization drive and want to sell up to 40%, 14% of their stake in MTN Nigeria. So for MTN really, when that news broke out, it's just like it was actually expected because um, um, earlier in the year they already made it known that they, they were on the localization drive and they were trying to they were trying to imp- uh, or increase the stake that the Nigerians have in MTN Nigeria. It's a company operating in Nigeria, of course. So yeah, of that course. didn't seem so off to also and and um, for, in forgeance to that since then they have been doing some things. We have seen the collaboration with the Nigerian Football Federation. Mm. We have seen other things that they have been trying to do in that space. So that didn't really come in as a surprise to us. And um just um, for that they said that they were going to do a a, a book built for institutional mm-hmm. investors later this month and subsequently maybe by next month or this later this month too they, they are going to be offering a fixed price to to retail investors oh, okay. so i i don't so that that's all on the mtn issue that came in earlier this week then later this week that was just today like the end of the week there was another there was the news of mtn and Airtel, mtn nigeria and Airtel being granted um, payment service bank license and this is something they have been pushing on for pushing at for a while now they have been like trying to get payment service bank license to improve their fintech mobile money operations in the country you know for empty and they already operate a super agent license but with that license there's a limit to the kind of things they can do with that license so they are not allowed to their operations is rather is more or less tied to the deposit money banks so they just manage the agents in that sense so now with the psb license their, pur- their purview is actually more expanded they have like a lot of other things to do and all of that and for etel etel has like etel money operations in other in other countries and for these players really 
they they feel like oh that's like that's a, there's a very huge opportunity to be tapped in the fintech space or mobile money space in Nigeria. You are looking at the unbanked population, mm-hmm. the the financial exclusion yeah. are around forty nine percent, and CBN is driving at say um, um, in 20, by twenty twenty five CBN is to drive at maybe ninety or, or so percent. So wow. so now they, they feel like that opportunity exists for them to tap into. You see what the likes of MPSA is doing in in Kenya. Mm-hmm. And they feel like they can they can um, drive that kind of thing in this region. So, so the telco-led uh, mobile money business they feel is actually very lucrative. And if you if you look at actually look at their books, you actually want to agree that it is really lucrative for Airtel. The their countries where they have operations, they have been growing. The growth in their mobile money revenue has been spiraling since they commenced the operations. And even for MTN that was holding a. a a super agent license too. There has been that growth in the revenue that has been coming from that sphere. So really, what this will mean for them in the mid to long term is post, um, for Airtel and MTN increased transaction value because now they can do more things. They yeah. can do a lot yeah. more than the, for MTN. Really, they can do a lot more than they were doing with the super agent license. So and the increased transaction value will trickle down to increased revenue profitability mm-hmm. for these firms. So that's just like a brief recap of what you have been hearing about the telecom sector. I hope that does it. Yeah, wow. So that does it. Also, I see you itching to ask a question. What's the question? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My question is actually to Abdelatif. Thank you so much for that recap. Uh, So I just want to ask, um, I'm quite curious, the final approval for this PSB license, has it been done already? So the approval that, was, that is presently being granted to the telcos by the CBN is an approval in principle that they got now. So uh, and upon satisfying certain conditions given to them by the CBN within the next six, six months, then they can get the final approval of oh, the PSB license. Right. Yeah. That's great. Thank you so much, Abilatif. You're welcome, Musun. You know, when we started, you said you were here to learn. I mean, I think I speak I for I actually Musun. learned a lot. I, <laughs> I think I, I speak. I taught a lot as I, well. I, at least right. I, know, I know more about fitting and I know more about the other sectors. So yeah. Well, I think I can also still speak for... Every week is always exciting. Latif, Latif has been here before, so I think it, well, I think this question is for Musun. Musun, did you have fun? I did. I enjoyed myself. Okay, I, I now think that's a bias. Why, why, why don't you want to ask me? Again? Because you've myself. been here before and you well, had a Even few... if you don't ask me, I'm glad to say I enjoyed myself. Okay. Really All right then. So, Musu, I think I'm going to try to drag you. We're going to drag you next week and next week and the next week after that and the next week after that. Okay. Okay. that if, you don't, if you don't drag me along, I'll be glad to tag along myself <laughs> next week and the week after that. Yeah. <sighs> All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you're smiling as much as we're smiling right now because we're going home for TGIF. (laughs) Bye, guys. Have a great weekend. Say bye. Bye. Bye, guys. The views expressed in this podcast reflect the independent opinion of the host or analyst at Meristem and not necessarily those of Meristem Securities Limited or any of its subsidiaries. The podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to serve as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is not also a research report and is not intended to serve as a basis for any investment decision. If you need more information about suitable investment, you are advised to speak to an authorized financial advisor. No statement made in this podcast are legally binding on Meristem recipient. Thank you. Meristem Securities Limited.